What's good, football fans? Back at you once again with another video. And just popping on real fast today to talk about a couple topics. One, of course, is the thing that's on every single fan of the Washington Commanders, and that's Carson Wentz being named as the starting quarterback. Now, to be completely honest, I, this comes as very little surprise to me. I'd actually already made uh, another video talking about who I thought uh, Rivera would choose as quarterback, and it was Wentz that I thought. And one of the things I talked about in that video was, uh, as fans, you know, we have got to put our faith in the fact that Carson has learned more of that system during the time he's been injured and, you know, during the season while standing there watching Heineke than he did this offseason. Which, you know, hey, I, I, I can honestly say at the beginning of the year when I saw the man play, he looked lost. But that was a completely different deal, you know. At that point, he was jumping into a, a completely new system that he'd never played in before. And, and, and that's just not really what I saw in the limited amount of time he played on Sunday against the 49ers. Um, when that defense, a, a top-ranked defense in the league, uh, knew he was going to throw the ball pretty much every down. And he still was able to do, you know, his thing. One other thing, I kind of noticed Taylor Heineke did not look like himself, you know, in the last, I don't know, maybe three to, to five quarters that he played as the starting quarterback before he was benched. And then Rivera said something today when he was asked why um, Heineke wasn't throwing the ball. Had he been placed lower on the, on the progression list? And he said, no, that he was beat up. So that could have, you know, factored into a lot of this as well. One thing you have to remember, Rivera likes to, to keep injuries under the lid. A couple things I want to point out. Uh, one, you know, Carson didn't really have that, that really effective rushing attack uh, when he was playing. You know, the last game he played in was against Chicago, and that was Brian Robinson Jr.'s first game as a starting running back. Now, Robinson came in the, the week before and had a few carries, but he wasn't the starter until the Chicago game. And if you guys don't remember, that was that low-scoring game. You know, we won the game, but nobody really looked good. I think they won like 12-7 to 7 or something. But up to that game, the games before it, it was a whole lot of, you know, pass-happy offense. Like, they didn't have any balance in the in the play calling. And, you know, the, they, didn't feel, they didn't look comfortable at all rushing the ball. It's almost like they weren't, you know, planning for Antonio Gibson to be the running back this year, which... Obviously, before Brian Robinson Jr. got shot, obviously, they they never really in, envisioned Gibson being the starter. They, they were going to go with Robinson if everything worked out. But we need to also go ahead right now and put an end to this fallacy that Carson Wentz was, was benched because he was not. Um, you know, he, he hurt his finger against Chicago, and, and they won that, that game, by the way. But those who know me and, and those who follow the channel know that I'm a realist and I like to pay attention to what's real and, and not to, not to BS, you know, and, and what's real right now in front of us. And I've, I've kind of avoided this conversation up to this point, but what's real that's in front of us is, you know, this is it in terms of playoffs. They, you know, they, they got their back shoved against the wall. Now they have to come out swinging. And I think that's what Rivera's thinking. And I think he's thinking that this team has a better chance with Wentz on the field. And as the coach, that's his choice. You know, I, me, I for one thought for sure that this team was going to step up against New York. You know, I, I feel like that was their chance to prove things 
had really changed, you know, on the football side of things. But you can't score 12 points and expect to beat a playoff caliber team. You just can't expect that. And as disappointing as that was, and as, as, as heart-wrenching as that was, it could be even worse. I think we've always known that Wentz has the better arm. It's always been the question of the, the mental dynamics and who knows the system and who can win the games better. And I honestly believe that after giving up two third-round picks and, and swapping second-round picks for Wentz this offseason... I think, you know, Rivera's been thinking for a couple weeks now that if um, Heineke got in a rut or got hurt or got in a situation where he was forced to pass, that going back to Carson, you know, seemed like not that bad of an idea as long as Carson was healthy. Now, so Carson was, um, you know, back on the uh, the roster, uh, you know, to be used for one week before he was put back in the, in the lineup. So there's that. And uh, I have to say that a part of me just can't help believe that if they lose this week and are, let's say they're completely eliminated from making the playoffs, um, I think the team at that point would probably shift to Sam Howell, you know, and, and see what the rookies got. Now, keep in mind, uh, playoff scenarios being what they are, it's kind of a liquid situation. They could lose and still be in contention. Um, so you have to let all that play out, you know, the ifs, ands, and buts. You know, no matter what, the goal always stays at making the playoffs at all costs. There's no other goal. You know, once you get there, everything resets. You know, it's one of those situations where unless you're the, the one seed, everything, you know, you don't, you don't get any kind of advantage at all. You know, everything resets and everybody goes back at it. It's a whole nother season. And for that one seed, sometimes they lose their momentum when they, when they take a week off. You know, and coming from a guy that didn't set any goals at all for this team because I had no expectations of this franchise whatsoever at, at that point, I have to say that, you know, the, the, the being in contention, being 7-7-1 seven, seven and one, in contention to make the playoffs, basically, if they can win the next couple of games they're in, you know, against a team in Cleveland that they should beat. Mind you, they still have to go out on the field and play the game. And then against a Dallas team that will probably be resting starters at that point so they are very winnable games but obviously you want them to take them one at a time you know i just got to stop for a second and say that um i have to commend taylor heineke about the way that he's taking this whole process in stride you know after he was benched this past weekend he still talked carson up in the press conference and he was the first guy to run over there and congratulate him when he threw that touchdown pass to curtis samuel I mean, you know, it, it sounds like this guy's a really good teammate. And I like to hear that. And, you know, when he was doing well, the cameras would kind of, you know, focus on him. And, and you would always see Wentz running up and doing the same thing. So I like to see that these two guys kind of, you know, bond. It kind of goes against the narrative that has been written about Carson Wentz and how he's a horrible teammate and not a good locker room guy. I think a lot of times that people need to look deeper within situations to actually know the truth but you have to say that Heineke has done his job as the backup quarterback of that team you know they went five three and one with him in and yeah you know <laughs> there's no denying that they had issues scoring points on offense uh the the red zone offense has just been 
terrible. But over the course of the time that Heineke has been the uh, the quarterback, it, it was clear that the rushing game and the defense were the driving force behind those teams. And, and if the team can continue that, there's absolutely no reason to think that they can't be successful with Carson Wentz as the starting quarterback. Now, if you put all your eggs in one basket and you put it all on him, I have zero confidence in what Carson Wentz can do at that point. And the guy's got all the talent as far as the arm talent that you could ever want in the world. But, you know, they're still going to have to protect him or this could get ugly. You know, he's the type of quarterback that needs to be able to, to you know, to, to, to stand in the pocket and see what's going on in front of him. The good part about it was uh, this past week I noticed, even though he had pressure coming at him from a really good defense, he still stood in the pocket, went through his progressions, made his read, and hit his guy. So hopefully that's a prelude to what we're going to see moving forward because we need, you know, a spark. You know, essentially what they need from him is to come in and be that Carson from 2017. You know, give this offense a spark. Get this team going again, man. You know, get some points on the board. If you give this team more points on the board, that defense can play a different way. And then you can also play, you know, keep away with the ball and just run it. With the weapons this team has, it's really hard to imagine them scoring any less than two to three touchdowns a game. You know, that said, the production has been somewhere around like 17 points, maybe a 17.1 points or whatever it is, a game, you know, the last three to four weeks. Um, and only like maybe a point or two better than that for the whole season, you know, which is horrible. And it's just not going to get it done, you know, no matter how good your defense is. And the league right now, with the way all the penalties are set up and the game is set up, you have to put at least 21 points on the board week in and week out. <laughs> to be honest with you, against some teams, no matter how good your defense is, you're going to have to score more than 21 points too because they're going to put points on the board. It's just uh, an offensive-minded league. You have to be able to do it. Now, make no mistakes about it, folks. This is Carson Wentz's last chance at being the guy in the NFL. If he falls flat on his face on this one, this will be his last chance. I, I can't see any other team out there, uh, you know, aside from being completely desperate, which I don't see anybody out there that's going to be that desperate to uh, pay this guy the kind of money that he's making to play right now. Now, you know, going forward, Washington doesn't owe him any guaranteed money at all. So they could cut ties with him altogether and move on you know completely so to me this is make or break time for him you know if he comes out this week and and does well you know the conversation carries on to, to the last week of the season but make no mistake about it this is his last chance to prove himself in the NFL as a starting quarterback and lastly I want to talk about a few injuries from practice today um, three guys did not practice. Antonio Gibson with a foot and ankle sprain. Chase Young with some sort of illness. Uh, and James Smith-Williams with a concussion. Like I said, none of them practiced. You know, Rivera's been talking about Gibson and, and the sprain, you know, for a couple days now. So you might want to keep an eye on that. 
He also said that, uh, that Heineke was kind of banged up a little bit. Like I said, we'll have to keep an eye on how that all works out. Once I get a better look at how the injury report's going to kind of shape up for this week and who's going to be out of the game, I'll come back on and do a game preview for this particular matchup. But this game is shaping up to be a pretty big game for the 2022 season and where it goes forward. Let me know what you guys think about the quarterback decision and, and what you think the team is going to do moving forward. Y'all take it easy. Peace.